Okay, and welcome to Colour Out the Box podcast. And I'm your host, Mo. And I'm Jay. And it's episode 16. Yes. 16 episodes. Yeah. I can't believe it. <laughs> We're slowly getting there. When we I get know. to 20, I think we should like have like a mini celebration. Yeah, we should do like some sort of. Is it no, not an anniversary, but. Yeah. A 20. 20, 20, it's a round number. Yeah, I think it's it's a good milestone to get to. Absolutely, yeah. Anyway, so um, shall we get straight into it? Um, and we're not just here by ourselves today. No, we, we are actually not. have a guest. We haven't had a guest for a while. Actually, yeah, I know. Which is <laughs> which is quite strange. Well, she's she's a returnee. Returnee, <laughs> yes, I like it. A, a guest who has been a guest before, and she wasn't frightened off by her first no, experience. No. <laughs> so much. if you listen to, <laughs> if you listen to our episode called "Dating Dilemmas, mm, Do's, Do's and, and Don'ts," which is basically. Us exposing our personal it was, business. It was like a bunch of women. It was really loud. Yes. Just laying everything out. Yes. So and our our guest today was actually a part of that mm. a part of that crew and she's yes. she's here today again. Hi. So Alex, do you wanna <laughs> Hi, I'm Alex. I um what do I say? I work in the film and TV industry. Nice. It's mm. nice for you guys to invite me back onto your show. Love having you. Well, are a resident. You. you are a resident film and TV. Well, she's actually my resident film and TV <laughs> yes. person. So, yeah. And now discovered. And now officially. Uh, well, me and point. Mo now. We yeah. Both know we're kind of we're literally. Oh uh, yes. So we're recording true. this on the Monday. Um, the new episode of Game of Thrones just aired last night. Yeah, I've watched it already. I watched it in the morning. I have not watched. A single episode I think it comes on t- um, tonight in the UK yes yeah okay. but they put it on at 2am in the morning <laughs> yeah, yeah. some of you up at 2am <laughs> watching you, this uh, because I say because these guys get, you have you to G- do is it GLTers or whatever you call them you guys are intense yeah, but sometimes you have to because you know, yeah, spoilers, are, spoilers are a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to just watch it without interruption or the story being like spoiled for you, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you might have to get it. up at two a.m. to 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 check out what's going on. Yeah, to but avoid any spoilers. This is not a Game of Thrones. No, um, it's um, not. Podcast. No. No. <laughs> so Alex, just a little bit more about yourself. So what? So you work as a writer. I this is an aspiration of mine. I'm writing on the side, but mm-hmm. um, professionally, what I actually get paid to do at the moment is work as a script consultant or a script um, co coordinator. So I'm oh, working okay. with writers and I'm working with script editors. Yeah. To make sure a script is formatted and distributed to the oh, teams, wow. and you know we kind of keep consistency in the storylines and also just making sure grammar is kept. Wow, that sounds mm. really exciting. And you've worked on some pretty big shows as well. I mean, well. the last big one was probably The Crown, the first mm. series of The Crown. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, See, I didn't even know that. <laughs> and that was like the biggest budget ever in the UK. Yeah. hundred million. And you could see it on screen. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I really enjoyed working in that. So, you know, if you Amazing. don't mind me saying, mm. as a black woman, mm. obviously our listeners <laughs> may not know that you're black, um, how, work on something like The Crown, which yeah. is... I don't know how to describe it. Very, um, it's, it's what's it's about it's British, British English yeah. history. Mm-hmm. In that space, how does that feel? Like, is it is it a diverse space? How how do you navigate it? Um, let me just give you a bit of a background as to what I was doing before. So mm. I was working at the BBC before, 
okay. which for its all intents and purposes is mm. very white, but at the yeah. same time, it's still, um, it's more diverse than anywhere I've worked since. Okay. Um, and I was working in a show called Holby City, and at one point... Oh, oh yeah, we know Holby City. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're like, me and Jay are like, yeah, yeah, we watch Holby. Yeah. There was one point, and I don't want to give away too many names, but um, one of the main actresses, um, who I think is now left, um, she was Nigerian descent. I've probably given it away now, because she was the only <laughs> Nigerian descent actress uh. there. Um, and uh, people in production, so we had producer, one producer who was there, and... Um, three other girls who were in a similar position to I was, to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And we, we all found ourselves there around the same time. And at one point, they were all in my office. Oh, okay. And said actress was just like, oh my God, there's like six black women all working on this one show. <laughs> yeah. How amazing is this? And we all proceeded to take pictures of each other. Yeah. <laughs> one of same our white male women. colleagues walked yeah. past and was like, oh, what's going on here? She's like, can't you tell what's going on in here? You're not invited to the party. Oh, wow. <laughs> but no, it was all like laughing jokes, but actually yeah. it was really quite seminal because it was just mm. like, oh, you don't see this all the time. Yeah. And we were so comfortable with each yeah. other. It was really nice. And I just knew there was something special about that moment. Yeah. But that's funny because we actually literally talked about that on yeah. our last episode where we said, I had a similar situation where a group of black women, we were together by accident, just having a conversation and like a few more people joined. Yeah. And literally we kind of then looked around because we felt there was like, we've been watched like what are they talking about like we were planning a rebellion it was windows as well to the office so I'm, i was just thinking how many people walk by and yeah this episode of awkward black girl where the they all kind of gather yeah the black people gather and yeah. everyone's just like but um no i mean it was you know it was a really great time but flash forward a year later when i did go to work on the crown Mm. yeah which i absolutely loved i loved everyone who was on it but then it kind of hit me midway through i think it was like a stressy moment or maybe it wasn't it was just a moment where i had time to actually think when i wasn't working the show when i wasn't thinking about you know the ins and outs of the show um i was at my desk and i just thought i'm coming in every day into this space mm. where I'm the only person that looks like me yeah yeah and it's a space of at any given time 200 people or more and I'm the only person the only who looks one. like me wow. on this whole production yeah there was one time when there was a girl who um was black um and she was an intern but she left like mm. after a couple of weeks mm. but this is me constantly going to one space mm. I was like that's actually quite damaging mm. yeah or is it building character I don't know is it helping is it making me stronger I don't know I'm not really sure but in this day and age should I really have to you know have to work in an environment yeah. where everyone else above yeah. me is mm. the same it's yeah, it should def- it should be mind. more diverse it yeah. should be and even yeah. though the subject matter was dealing with the royals and the royal mm. family yeah. and you know you kind of expect a certain kind of ilk of people to kind of know have mm. knowledge about that it's still a creative ind- industry. And yeah, exactly. People from all walks of life are working yeah. on it. And it's different lo- classes as well. In, um, actually, TV production is actually a lower income. You know, you have a lot of people who are, from, who are grafters mm. who really? work in production because they all work with their hands. It's all very much a grafting okay. skill set. Right. Then you've got people who are upper middle class, um, middle and upper class, sorry, um, who kind of work in the editorial sector, right. which okay. is more like reading and the, you know, writing the scripts and whatnot. Mm. It's a very mixed class of people, yeah. but in terms of ethnicity, still, and, yeah, it's not. Like, predominantly it's not white. doing very still, well. Yeah, predominantly white. And sorry, just to obviously digress just a little bit. So what did you think of this whole BBC 
salary wage gap thing that happened recently. I wasn't surprised. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't surprised. I mean, the fact that, that you know, Whoopi have got at least one woman. The first black woman that they found was, I think it was, it was the actress, wasn't it? It was um, the one from EastEnders. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And she wasn't even paid that much. And yeah. Like, for her to be the one, you know, black yeah. woman who was... It's one of, one of the biggest TV I mean, shows in the UK. Come on. <laughs> like, right. honestly, it's just... It was. Um, I wasn't surprised, but at mm. the same time, it's still quite disheartening. Mm. Yeah. But still, still, <laughs> you have and a this, really interesting job. I but, yeah. love it. I love my job. I really do. And I try and use being. And the thing is, I've kind of noticed as I've gotten older, I'm not the only one that looks like me in mm. the industry. Mm. It's just that we're also kind of segregated for some reason. Yeah. And I have yeah. no idea. It's sort of si- different s- silos, isn't it? We're starting to find each other. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I even did, because I, even just going to college and deciding to study, you know, the kind of media, the arts, you know, Af- I'm, you know, a child of African parents. So, mm. But my, I have to say my parents are pretty supportive because they allowed me, they weren't really swaying yeah. to do anything else. Yeah. I'm actually quite shocked. And that they allowed me to go to a college which was nowhere near any of the colleges that everyone else was going to or nowhere right. near the choices they had for me. It was all about in Croydon and it was a performing arts school. I don't remember ever thinking, oh, I can't do this mm. and I can't go into this industry. That was yeah. never an issue for me until I got into the industry. Mm. And even like a few years down the line that I realised, okay, there's not many people that look like me, but that's okay. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wasn't really thinking about it. It's only recently been in the last about three to five years that I've actually thought about how uh, disproportionate it is and you know what i can do to help you know alleviate that if anything and how i want to get to some way Mm. more you know i've got Mm. more desperation to get there in order to help others and make it more inclusive but Mm. i think you're already doing that because as i said i didn't even know a role like yours actually existed about that that's the thing Mm. i think that's the problem and one of the best things is that i didn't know this role existed Mm. until it was offered to me and I was like, this is a perfect job for what I want yeah. to do. I really want to get into scripts. Yeah. And I really want to write as well. So why would I not do a job which requires me to read scripts all the time and yeah. <laughs> learn how they, they're put together right, mm. yeah. and work with writers and stuff? The only thing that I would say, though, is that these jobs are very far and few in between. And they've, it's, you know, especially at somewhere like institutions like Channels, like BBC, for mm. instance, these jobs are not advertised. Yeah. Right, they're kept yeah. so insular, like... Mm. If the position then comes up, they only ever really tell the people that are working there already. Oh, really? They might. They have. They have got. Um. They have to do. They do have to put it up online. Yeah. But, but no one know about it and they're looking for is, it. Yeah. yeah. They don't. You know. I don't think. So you I, almost kind of have to have a foot in the door mm, yeah, already. Exactly. Get into even the when industry. I was studying, I didn't know this role existed. Right. It wasn't. You know. You can go into this particular role. But because um, they only tell you about the big ones, like you were saying, yeah. you know, and cameramen or you know editors or producers, yeah, nothing in between. Because yeah. also you're like you said, you know, Rising. you're a screenwriter, yeah. you're an aspiring screenwriter, so you're doing stuff, you're doing your own work. My first short film made this year. Did really? you? Yes, I did. I mean, there was a, there was something I wanted to tick off my box. Wow. This year, I just wanted to have a short film done that I'd written. Um, you need to tell us where to... Is to see? Um, <laughs> well, you need to no, tell us where to find it. I, and... It's currently doing the festival circuit, so it's going oh to get to um, It's not that big a day. It's no, still. Not, not that big a deal. No, no, it's you not. You have a film day. day. I'm <laughs> going on a festival. No, no I do um, not. Do I, I am downplaying no. it. That's, what <laughs> that's something I need to stop doing. But, I mean, um, 
it's just the first mm, and okay. I'm going to keep doing more and I'm going to keep doing better well jobs. definitely Amazing. what we're going to do we're going to add like your details into our podcast description yeah. so yeah. people know where to find that you mm. they can jump yeah. on the bandwagon early <laughs> exactly <laughs> and they'll be like you heard it here first yeah, yes. so yeah. when she becomes like you know, the next like you know big like screenwriter yeah. and then we're like oh yeah yeah remember when she was on that little podcast <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. so definitely just read our podcast description you will find Alex's details yeah. and also some links to her work yes I'm going to literally like especially this um, short film oh yeah yes. I'm googling it as we speak so um, we're just going to take a short break and we'll be right back And welcome back. Um, and now we're getting into our main topic of discussion, as we do every week. And Jay, we are going to be talking about black women in film. But yes. before we get into it, yeah. I think it will be good to talk about why we're discussing this. Mm-hmm. So we've both seen Girls Trip. Yeah, we have. You know, which was quite a funny film. What did you think? I thought it was really funny. Did um, you? I thought it was really funny. Um... I'm not sure. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the characters. Right. Um, th- so that would be the only thing. Um, but I thought it was good storyline, good lines, mm. lots of good, you know, lots of funny bits. Um, but yeah, just the characters. I thought I thought the characters were quite weak. Oh, that, really? Yeah. I don't know. I just thought they were... See... They just weren't... So, Girls Trip, for anyone that doesn't know, and I don't see why you wouldn't know, mm. is um, a film starring Jada Pinkett Smith, yeah. Queen Latifah, Tiffany Haddish, I'm trying to remember everybody. Oh, and Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Mm-hmm. Is that everybody? Yeah, those that are the four everybody. women. So, yeah. for, you know, black women, mm-hmm. it's a comedy. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, the people have kind of, like, compared it to, like, Bridesmaids mm. and things like that, and The Hangover. And... The thing that I quite liked about it, it was just a comedy. Yes. Like, yeah. there was no, like, big mm. expectation of, like, okay, like, you know, we have to go through some kind of hardship yeah. and, like, come out the other yeah. end, like, yeah. strong black women or, yeah. you know, there's no slavery, which is always good. Just <laughs> 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 a sprinkle that in there, you know. And it was just a film about, like, you know, these four black women. Mm. But even the whole race thing wasn't, thing it was just like no yeah black it it was it was a fun film it was like one of those films that you just go to the cinema Mm -hmm. with your friends or just for a laugh do you know what i mean it wasn't and that's the thing it was just a fun film is i enjoyed it because i went with quite a large group of women yeah so we literally just cackled like, yeah all the way through laugh we mm. made noises we commented every time my friend bought little bottles of prosecco in yeah <laughs> we're having prosecco yeah straw popcorn so it was just one of those yeah. girly nights out girly nights yeah. out exactly Alex, the same way Brian. i haven't seen it yeah is it a particularly girly film would guys be able to watch it as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys would yeah. be able to watch it. Um, don't get me wrong, there were some bits that I thought, oh, that's not too funny. But mm. I think it was just like, it was a comedy. Yes. So, and there's so many other, I'm going to say it, white films that are in this same genre. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. do really well. Yeah. And mm. everyone's, you know, the storyline is predictable. We kind of see most of the jokes coming. Yeah. 
So I it's think a formula it's, that works, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it shouldn't be based on what color you are. So. Well, it, I found it. I found it surprising. I remember when they were doing all the trailers, and it came up on ITV, which yeah. is a UK channel, and I was like, oh. But that's that's one like, of the things that right. why I think it's been doing so well internationally. They yeah. have invested in marketing it, mm. so it's not. Yeah, you can tell there's a massive difference. Exactly, yeah. it's not a film that normally with like a black in quotation yeah. marks film we would have to trot down like the other side of London yeah. to go and watch it. Whereas this is, they're showing it in my mm. local cinema. Yeah. Like we went to central, um, central London and it, you know, it was on all the cinemas there. I'm trying to think of, a, of where you can say quote unquote black, not quote unquote, just black, a black film that came out a few years ago in the cinema. See, I'd probably say the closest to that is maybe Kevin Hart, like Ride Along too. Uh. Was no, that, but that, that goes mainstream. Cause, that went mainstream. Yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are different. Do you know why? Because they involve men. It's yeah. black men. Yeah. It's, oh, so and it's like, and everyone is... Women. But, but even they said the last, like, black film that had, like, a all kind of, like, black female kind of, like, um, main cast. Yeah. I think it's, like, either Say It Off or Waiting to Exhale or... No, there was... No, no, I there mean, was... I mean, you've got the Medea films as well. Um, I was going to say, for, co- for colour... <laughs> Do we? <laughs> so for coloured girls, for coloured girls came out a few years ago. Oh yeah, but you that wasn't. But there was no trailer as in for that. Mainstream. Though. No, it did. That's what I mean. Oh, so okay. this is a similar. No, yeah. it's, it's not a similar because that wasn't a comedy at all. No, of course not. <laughs> but just Everything sort of. I think I can think of is you should literally go straight to DVD. Or yeah, yeah. Or in an obscure cinema. I can't, yeah. So I can't think of any other film comedy or otherwise mm. that has had the same sort and of you know promotion as, as girls trip the thing that they did because they really think like a, sorry even think like a man ah uh, yeah that was limited really who was in think like a man again Everyone oh yes you're right and Kevin that, yes there. so that didn't have the same no, no, sort of didn't. promotion yeah, that didn't yeah, yeah yeah you could watch it in an obscure cinema but you, well yeah you wasn't. could watch it in uh more predominantly black areas cinemas yes yeah, yeah. Um, but not in like yeah so girls London. trip just you know for sort of listeners outside the uk just in in the uk it really just went around all the cinemas yeah you could you know and i was actually going to have say, to travel to go to go watch it it's a trek guys <laughs> yeah trip. Exactly. let's take our you know hiking <laughs> our hiking bags because we're going to the south yeah and because we wanted I felt it was so important to watch it in the cinema mm. because I didn't want them to say, okay, we're not going to do another film with yeah. like, you know, black female leads. It doesn't work. work. No one exactly. buys tickets. Yeah, yeah. So one of the good things, again, that I liked about it is it released in the States and yeah. a few days later, it came out in the UK. Yeah. So we didn't yeah. have a gap. Yeah. So there wasn't, the you know, people wanting going to stream it online. That's mm. another thing that kind of hurts black films by mm. the time they come to UK. It's been out in the States for like several so months. Yeah. So, yeah. to be honest, most people just watched it online. So yeah. True. But they didn't want to wait. So. But again, not to play, sort of play devil's advocate, oh, I yeah. wonder if the film did very well because it had two major known stars who already are in sort of mainstream Jada Pinkett and Queen Latifah. Household, think, household names. I think Queen Latifah, she's done a lot of these kind of films before. Yes. Um, mm. And she know, there's an audience for her. Yeah. I think Jada Pinkett probably had more... I wouldn't say she puts bums on seats for people to go and watch mm. those, but I do think she has a lot of power behind the camera. Right. That would have 
put like he said invested a lot into PR yeah that yes. got the film just kind of you know promoted as much as it mm. was and there is we have to we can't not you know mention the fact that there's something going on right now in terms of a renaissance between black women mm-hmm. and yes kind of need to see ourselves on yeah. camera and yeah. like support each other even if we might not agree with everything everyone's yeah. doing yes yeah so I think that's also an added part kind of, of it yeah, yeah. Because we had it, me and my friends decided that we were going to see it regardless of the reviews. Yeah. We were going to see it in mm. the cinema. We were going to pay. Even when we got to the cinema, it was actually quite funny. Um, we wanted to take a picture in front of like the big cardboard like you know, displays. <laughs> yeah. So we got to the guy and I felt bad for the guy afterwards. And we were like, okay, yeah, we're here to watch Girls Trip. He's like, yeah, it's upstairs. And I was like, oh, before we go, we can't seem to locate um, the Girls Trip, you know, cardboard, yeah. like, big poster type thing. And he kind of like looked a bit like worried because this is like a about seven black women just standing mm-hmm. there expectantly. And we, I was like, yeah, where is it? And he was like, um, I don't think there is one, but I think there's a poster upstairs. So we were like, oh, well, that's strange because you know all the other films have got, like, <laughs> okay, like trying to find some. Yeah, sort of, like, this poor guy. Yeah. Has, like, Can I speak to the manager of so, this establishment? So, but we were like, no, let's not kick off just yet. So we were like, okay, let's go upstairs. It's on the way to the screen. Yeah. So we went up there, and it was like the smallest poster, and we were just like, right, this is not okay. <laughs> But we still took a picture, we tweeted it, we Instagrammed it because we were just like, we need to support this as a project. Right, yeah. So, yeah. So, I would definitely recommend others to go and watch it. It's it's not going to change your life as a film. No. But no. it's a good... It's a feel-good film, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a couple of hours of yeah. laughing. There's some really good jokes. There's got that guy, Kofi. Oh, Sarabi. Yes. Sarabi. Yeah. Also in Queen Sugar. Yes. Who's too young? Wait, wait. What do you mean, too young? Early 20s. He's like 20. What do you mean, too too young for what? For people in this room. (laughs) (laughs) He's so Um, No, he's not. For the record, he's not too young for people in this room. Let's look from a distance. (laughs) (laughs) Look from a distance, yeah. you can wave, but no. Lawrence Tate was in there. Who? Lorenzo Lawrence? Tate. Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence is Lawrence Tate. <laughs> Lawrence Tate. What did yeah. you say? Yeah, Lawrence Tate. Oh, that's what he said Lance. I, said I Lawrence. had Lawrence Tate. <laughs> no, Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence Tate, yeah. yeah. Who hadn't aged? I know. He looks literally the same. Who's Lawrence Tate? Like I recognise the name, but I can't. He has been in a lot of like, Love Jones. Yeah. Like black oh ones God, in like the so 90s. Like, he's, he's like a black vampire. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Age. He, he lives in the night, haven't aged at all. At yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, definitely worth a watch. Mm, um, def- yeah. And that's kind of like the basis for our discussion today, mm. and which we're talking about black women in film and TV. Yes. Um, so just to kick things off. Yeah. Can I go around the room and ask everyone what's your like top picks for TV or film mm-hmm. where a black woman has been in the leading role or one? So like a favorite. Yeah. Like, okay. What, or what would you? Yeah. I can only think of modern things at the moment. Yeah, go for mm. it. Um, so Insecure, obviously. Yes, mm-hmm. love Insecure. I've not watched the most recent episode. Uh, don't worry, we won't talk yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and being Mary Jane and. But scandal and how to get away with murder. And okay. Did you? Those are like your favorites. You. My or? favorites so far. Yeah. Okay. For right. good and bad reasons, but yeah, yeah mostly okay. good. How about you, Jay? 
So I'm gonna go back a bit. Um, go, go for it. So love, love and basketball. Yeah, it's a good. So thing. I, I love Sena Lathan. Yeah, yeah. You know she was in like a sort of mo- and movies. She is beautiful. She's yeah, that's another one that has found the yeah, she has of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So love and basketball really. Mm. I I remember watching that just thinking, wow, like. Mm. Like it was, I don't know. I just felt like one of the first films I watched where it was just like, okay, a black woman as a lead character, strong, mm. powerful, but vulnerable as well. Yeah, it just ticked all the boxes. You know how I feel about love and basketball. I don't. Remember I actually I don't. discussed this. Oh, before. Are, you, are you the one who knows all the words? In no, the I'm the one that thinks it's not the best film. Oh my yeah. god, it's true. <laughs> and I was like, I just, I agree. And with I you. remember. Oh, no, okay, so both of you need to just <laughs> leave. Leave. Exactly. I, I was more of a fan of love and hip hop. Love and hip hop. Not love and hip hop. Always yeah, that. that's. I was gonna say it's a TV I show. Always say, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> love and hip. What's the one with um? With Tate, with um, Tay Diggs. Oh, Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar. Oh, yeah. that's the one Brown I don't. Sugar. I really don't yeah. like that so one. much more of a yeah. better film. I the, really the, don't like the Brown Sugar. The famous is when I fell in love with hip hop. Yes. Oh <laughs> no, I really do not like that film. I love that, that film. See, I'm I with Alex like on that this one. Film. <laughs> that film, yeah. Okay, so let's, let's not get stuck. Let's yeah. Get stuck. <laughs> okay, and then more recently, Insecure. That yeah. just that's yeah. I feel like that's just in a. Mm. And it's directed by a black woman as yeah. well. So it's just, yeah, it's a really, it's a gem. Well, How we, about you? Well, oh yeah, me. Yeah. Um, insecure, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like, oh, sorry, that's me. In terms of like black films with a strong black lead, um, oh, I like um, Brown Sugar. Mm. Thought that was good. Wait and exhale. That's a classic. That was the one, but I can't believe I didn't yeah. mention that. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's a that's also a gem. Definitely. Um, I would also say this program called um, Undercover that Ooh. was on um, the BBC with um, Sophie. Oh my god! Yeah, that was. Is that the one where she's a judge? Yeah, she's a judge. That was her. really. And you know why? Really good. It was such a clever program yeah. because you was just guessing all the way through. Yeah. Also, the characters were not. It wasn't typical for black people to play those characters. So she was, uh, you know. Um, the queen, um, the chief prosecutor in the UK, or a judge, or something. Yeah, yeah. He was a ex police mm. undercover cop. Yeah. Um, and then you got their family, like you know, their daughters going to Oxford University. Yeah. And I just thought, like, this is such a good show. And then on top of that, it had like this whole kind of like mystery of like what happened. It was so just was, like, such a good thriller. TV. So it was just why good I actually drama. wouldn't have anyone else. From Sophie. Oh really? Yeah, he wrote it with Sophie in, in mind. mind. Yeah. Well, really? He's a white writer. He's a brilliant writer, but he's oh. always he wanted Sophie to do to be in it. So he wrote, it's going to be black or mixed raced. Right. She okay. was going to be that character. You see that? The inside scoop. Yeah. Our resident insider. I spoke to the girl who was the eldest daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And she's yeah she's she was telling me all the gossip about it. Oh. But yeah, I'm literally. Just I every now and then I just Google when season two is coming out. Is it, is it, is it, is it season two? Because they were supposed to make another series. The same family. Yes, because the story, the way the because another, it did really it end. Ended on a yeah, yeah. So 
literally I was like I thought it did quite well in terms mm. of like viewers and ratings oh yes yes, um, yes so I'm hoping like I'm you know but I mean it was a while ago but yeah, yeah that was one of my faves we put the question out mm. to our followers on our social media so you can follow color out the box on Instagram Twitter and Facebook yeah and we got some some mixed feedback yes. so, and also some repeats as well so jay do you want me to start yes go on so tc views on instagram she said insecure be mary jane how to get away with murder oh i forgot about that one um gray's anatomy and she said a special mention to amanda bailey because that is actually quite a diverse cast in gray's anatomy yes it is yeah um shout out to shonda yes Mm. Um, skin glow and afro she said insecure a different world and chewing gum um, and for films she mentions love jones and love and basketball um lewa prince also mentioned chewing gum and insecure um hey is that me she said i love insecure and this guy Ade. Ade, and his handle is very very bad he follows <laughs> us on twitter and then at first he says anything with Tyler Perry. Then he said, "Not really. I hate him." <laughs> and I just say those are his views, <laughs> just in case Tyler Perry wants to cast me in something. You never know. Um, but then he said Angela Bassett um, in "What's Love Got to Do with It." That was mm, a good film. Yes. Um, and Vivica Fox in "We Curb Forgot Your Enthusiasm." We... Was she in that? I don't know. She was in it. Not a lead though. No. But I did like a. Then what was she? Um, to compare that game yeah. exactly so Vivica was like the go to black was. girl for black films in yeah. the 90s yeah and she, was was always, she, was she was really good yeah, she, she was really good, good. yeah before she had the work done anyway All right. let's move on <laughs> no shade Vivica yeah no yeah. shade um, and then also Jay we put it out to the our whatsapp group yes we got some replies so um, Shay former guest on our show she says, um, be Mary Jane, um, chewing gum. Um, and she said they both give a non-stereotypical um, perspective of the black female. Yeah. And she also mentioned Issa Rae Insecure. Um, Mahogany says um, she's in agreement and she likes characters in um, be Mary Jane and Issa Rae's Insecure. So I would say majority of people have gone with the modern kind of what's going yeah. on at the moment isn't yeah. it yeah um but then it kind of brings me to my point no one mentioned really any british mm. actresses or british like films or tv shows and i mean so we briefly mentioned undercover with sophie yeah. or canedo and mm. then chewing gum chewing gum mm. with Mikhail cole um, Tani Newton recently did the TV drama. Yes. Um, the police she drama. Was, yeah, so Line of Duties. Line of Duty. Oh, well, she I was the she lead. Was, she was the lead in, the, in that. The most recent um, series that was centered around her. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was going to talk about Westworld because she's one of the leads in Oh, I've Westworld. Westworld. Yeah. Yes, so. yeah. But, but in terms of for yeah. UK stuff. Yeah. Um, but again, the only thing I would say is um, Westworld is a US. Exactly. Again. Yeah. yeah. And what I'm finding is that you have these films. So, for instance, Moonlight mm-hmm. had um, what's her name? Naomi, Naomi Harris. Harris. Yeah. 
um, Oscar nominated, mm. but again, it was an American production. Yeah. And you know, there was that whole kind of like controversy about like black British actors stealing African American roles. Mm. But I think for black British women, the roles are very It's limited. very, yeah, it is. I mean, I think it's bad enough for the men, but for women, yeah. For it's women, it's like. Worse. Um, let's see. Claire but, um, Ashty. Do you know Claire Ashty? What was she in? She, the most recent thing I could think of, she had a bit part in Dr. Foster. Oh, okay. Most recently. Um, prior to that, she'd done Children of Men with Clive, yeah. Clive Owen. Right, And so she was yes. only up and then suddenly disappeared. She was in Master of None recently, the second season of Master okay. of None with a, one episode mm. with Aziz and Zari. Um, and she's, you know, always back and between, back mm. and forth between um, here and the US. Yeah. She's such a great talent, mm. and I don't understand why there's nothing with someone like her leading. Yeah. Because I do think there has been a change recently. So mm. you do have people like Ava DuVernay and like mm. Issa Rae, like being able to bring us content, film, yeah. TV that is, you know, from a black woman's perspective. Yeah. But um, America's always been good at that. Yeah, and then also if you think about all those films that we used to watch like back in the day, so mm. like the Love Jones, the um, you know, two can play that game. Um, best man. Yeah, they're all American films. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I struggled when we were kind of like thinking about content for today's discussion to think about okay, British kind of like films mm. that were similar. Yeah, I I don't know any even at the top of my head. It's really difficult. Because even with the recent controversy, we actually discussed it on the show with the TV series Guerrilla, mm. yes. which talks about the um, Black Power movement within the UK. And one of the issues being that there w- the female lead was not a black woman. Mm. Yeah. And I remember the writer, um, or was he the director? He was the director as well. Yeah, wasn't he? he was very... I don't think he fully understood why black women were so angry by it mm. and i've listened to like other podcasts and also read a lot of like people's like think pieces and articles about it and i'm gonna be honest i don't think black men actually understood how hurt we were by being excluded from it i mean we we're in the program mm-hmm. but why it was so important for a black woman to be in that lead role with him it was interesting because he kind of mentioned the fact that he's in an interracial relationship with the Asian woman. Yes, that and then obviously we back. all know that there are Asian women, who, Asian people who were part of the movement. Yes, one of them, yeah, yeah. Farouk, Farouk Masood, I think it was. Yeah. he was there. He yeah. was talking about being involved and being heavily involved. But I, I remember hearing him say that and being like, "Okay, fine, that's his experience that he wanted to explore in the story." But it wasn't sitting right with me, and I think it's because that's just no excuse. No. Mm. And as a black British story, he was telling essentially. Mm, yeah. Forget him being American, or whatever. But it's still a story. It's still a drama. Yeah. He could have made it a black woman. In yeah. Well, mm. he could have. But her, you know. And I think that having this discussion has made that even more important because you can see we are struggling to find like you know um, black British women in these lead roles. Yeah. Lead roles. So this yeah. is one that was practically set up for a black British woman and to be in there yeah. Yeah. and it wasn't and it wasn't given to, yeah. to one and there's so many times actually that's why I think you know we took it so, so personal as to like okay we've been kind of like shut out of this yeah so made made invisible yeah and one of them Once felt again. like a kind of bedway I mean I don't know that term but she was the character who was in Winmi's character yes and then I 
think wasn't Zoe Ashton in it as well? Yes, she was. I, yeah. I, I, I don't. To be honest, I only watched like a couple of episodes. And I yeah, I it. tried to get through the first episode. And I, I just decided. I just for me. checked out. <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought let me try. <laughs> the only thing I was upset about is because people didn't watch it for reasons where they hadn't even seen the first episode. Yeah, mm. and he's the first black director ever to direct for Sky. Um, yeah, and that's a shame. And yeah. that's why I gave it a chance because yeah. I thought despite all the controversy let me give it a, yeah. um, a chance yeah because that in itself is yeah, you know, yeah. a milestone right but yeah. with that being in the back of my mm. head I think it did affect like my viewing of it yeah. so and I think we have to call it out yeah, yeah exactly I think we have to call it out I don't think there's any excuse mm. whatsoever black or white Matt, I just feel like we as women as black women need to call it out and have each other's backs yeah so in terms of like let's go back back in the day mm. so back to those films when you was like maybe like in your teens early 20s what was what would say be your standout film from that time so early 20s so like just think so for me um i would say i really enjoyed to complete that game yeah, i, I saw it film. as like i think i must have been like 19 or I think I was in my teens when I saw it mm. and I remember thinking like oh this is how you know I'm gonna date yeah. going forward like you know this is, I'm gonna get all my dating advice and tips from this and you know and this is how I get men to like me and everything like that so it was I but and also it was just really funny and just and um saw people black people in mm. like quite like nice jobs and like powerful women as well I think it was the first time that I really kind of like saw that yeah. and I actually got it and understood it. So I would say that for me. And I think one of the funny. first sort of like black films where, where I was so old enough to choose what I yes. wanted to watch <laughs> was BAPS. Does anyone remember BAPS? No, black oh black American Princesses. Is that Halle Berry? Yes. Oh, that film's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen that. It was, <laughs> it's a kooky film. It was such a it's kooky, such a kooky yeah. like just really weird yeah, film she's great in that film yeah she was really good she was really good in that it's such a like oddball film yeah i've never that, heard of it and very cliche as well right it's but like, it was just, it was like almost like a what's the I word of it's a parody yeah like that was what it was of, of, of black women african-american women yeah i completely forgot about that yeah so that was one of the first ones where you know this is back when you went to a video store yeah like Mm. the video the tapes the cassette (laughs) tapes so this is what one of those i picked myself like from the shelf you have to press play yeah so i really remember watching that one of the first ones where i was like oh wow like especially because back then sort of late 90s we were always looking to the u.s for yeah. stuff for films yeah. you know we already strange, had, yeah we already had the music video so that was what we were always looking for so but that was one of the first ones i watched oh, okay I think. nice i have My to look that choice. one up. yeah it's it's it's, it's an oldie yeah. but a goodie um alex how about <laughs> you games probably i was a bit younger but i played that i had a dvd of that so i don't oh. know it would have been early no, 2000s, watched, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Because I remember I actually watched it in the 90... And I just kept playing it and playing yes, it and yeah. playing it. And I, and I watched it over and over so many times. Yeah. And it's I like was such a joy from watching it. It was yeah. so nice to see someone like her living in the house that she lived yes, in. Yeah. Right. Living the life that she lived. Is that the one where she spoke, in, she, worked, she spoke in She's, third person? Yeah, she yeah. read the fourth yeah. wall and spoke to Cameron. Yeah. It was yeah. so entertaining. Yeah. And 
She it wasn't wore, particularly like, black, but she was very suit. proud of being black. Yeah, yeah. Well. She yes, was just the top yes. of her game. Yeah. And I just remember just watching her with awe. And it was so well done. Yeah, it was, it was so actually. Yeah. I think I didn't have my sexual Mar- awakening yet. <laughs> I, I, I recognised, you What's know. What's the name? Morris Chestnut. So Morris Chestnut then And then Gabrielle Union was in it as well. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. The villainess. She always played the character. She always played the villain. Why she always play the villain? Because she was really hot and Sexy yeah, and, like every girl yeah. and confident as yeah. well. Yeah, but she was like an every girl. Yes, but um, yeah. and Lala's in it as well as a yeah. DJ. Once I remember every oh, single detail she? that film. I used to be oh, able to quote God. every single line and certain bits that she used to do in certain scenes. Oh, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I really, really loved it. And um, in terms of TV shows, mm, I don't that, think yeah. I had a particular TV show that was. Uh, led by a black person, but I do remember the real McCoy and I do remember Desmond's. Yes. And yeah. that was more of a family thing. And so we yeah. all used to laugh and joke and watch mm. that together. And that's going way back. Mm. And it's so weird that that was really popular then. And yeah. that was back then when it mm. we thought And was everyone harder. was watching Desmond's. And it was less there? diverse, yeah. but now mm. we haven't got anything apart yeah. from maybe one or two things. Yeah. What, which things? Chewing up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was good to say. Yeah. And even then, it's just like. And we were talking, you know, Alex and I were talking about this. Um, so Jay-Z's got a new video. Mm. Yes. Where it's like... Um, For his um, song Moonlight. Moonlight yeah. yeah. Which is basically, again, a parody of Friends, but all black yeah. actors. But there's a lot of kind of like message and history behind yeah. it. Because um, Friends is, was actually based upon um, Living Single. single. You see, I didn't know that. So, and that's what I was saying to Alex. So, I was like, oh, but didn't we have something? Did we ever have something? Yeah, you reminded so, me that, yes, we did. We had this. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, of course. So yeah. Living Single was out first. And mm. I think the, um, I think Queen Latifah actually even talked about it on um, one of these talk shows saying that, yes, the the guy that went on to create Friends yeah. said that one of his favourite shows was, was Living, Living Single. Single. Um, it's crazy, isn't it? That yeah. is crazy. And you know, yeah. and then they went on to make friends. It's probably one of the biggest TV shows ever. ever. And it's, yeah. there's no excuse because Queen of was her, she's been big for a very long time. Yeah, when that came out. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, it's not like there wasn't an audience for it. I don't know no. the ins and outs of it during that time. I, mean, I love Living Single. It, I don't think it properly made it over to the UK. No, um, it didn't because I don't think they were showing it anywhere. Like back in those days, I didn't have like it was cable, cable or mm. Sky. Like my parents you know, were like. <laughs> They were like, there's channels one to four, not even one to five then. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I never actually like watched it back yeah. in the day. I've only seen clips like later since as an adult. But mm. yeah, like that's one of the things, you know, the whole, it's not really a parody. It's, it's um, I suppose it's deeper than that. And then also just about... Moonlight, you know, Oscar. Exactly. Yes, so yeah, the Oscar gas. Yeah. Exactly. Where I was saying to Jocko, we just can't have nice things. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. Always, the moment is always overshadowed by something yeah. else. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a bit of a shame. Mm. And in terms of black-led women female shows, even yeah. the ones that we've spoken about, they've always had their kind of controversies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, for instance, when I mentioned Scandal mm. and Housegate of Murder, yes. the the lead characters are brilliant. Mm-hmm. Written, black yeah, women, yeah, really top of their A game, but their flaws or their insecurities always come to play, which is great as well. Like, we want to see mm. them be vulnerable, yeah. They're married to white men or they're having affairs with white men, yeah. And yeah, 
it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just like, oh. It does, I get what you're saying, because I do have that kind of little twinge of like, yeah. um, it's like guilt, or little kind of, I don't know, there's something well, when I it, watch. It's like, like why, do you, why do you guys think, think? Why do you guys because, think you know, that is? Why can't it just be a happy black person? Why, why do you guys think that is? Because they need to have a job. We, need, we yeah. must have someone else who's yeah. like, yeah. You well, know, I think so it's like, because it's they just, think too much they won't get the ratings. They think they won't get the ratings. But... To to be fair, I think blackish sort of turns that black-ish around now. and insecure as well because yeah. you and also the one but insecure is on HBO. So how do you mean? As in, and I think there's a difference between sort of the channels. So Scandal is on what ABC. So these yeah. are so HBO is almost like a on the fringe. But still, I don't know. It, no, no HBO because HBO is also the home the... of Sex and the City. Yeah, yeah. Like and that. girls as well. But exactly. they were also, but there were shows like they but were mainstream, they, but they were quite no. But they still became big shows. Yeah, and it's made yeah. HBO way it is today. Yeah, yeah. So HBO, H- takes HBO are also putting their weight behind mm. Insecure. So as far as I'm concerned, I consider Insecure a mainstream show, even the way they time it. But it comes on. Just before Game of Thrones. So but, my thing with Insecure that I was going to say is that the reason I like it is that the two main leads mm-hmm. is two women. So Molly and Issa, is, uh, it's showing female, black female friendship and that's the leads. Yeah. And then obviously Lawrence is also one of the leads as well, but it's not purely centred around her relationship with Lawrence. Mm. And that was a, one of the things, because the things that I enjoy most probably from that show is the interaction between Issa and Molly like when they had their fight in yeah. season one yeah. I felt that like I mm. was like oh my god I'm hurt and everything yeah. you know forget the whole Lawrence situation so I think that's why I prefer to watch that versus then say like Scandal mm. which with Olivia going between white man and white man <laughs> sorry I said it <laughs> yeah. I enjoy Scandal yeah. I love it but it's one of the things that does give me a little bit of a ooh, like you know yeah. every now but and I think then. again I think I think it's because it's the channel that, that it's on yeah hence why they've gone for those storylines yeah. Mm. yeah I think so too I don't think you could do is it on ABC it's on ABC it's All on ABC shows right? yeah yeah, yeah, Sh- yeah she's but, um, Shonda it's Hour, also the way that. She likes to cast her shows. Mm. Yeah, like she's been exactly. very much like yeah. that since Grey's Anatomy. Mm. So diverse. Fast forward into about like now, which mm. we already have done. So, what are you? What is your must see kind of like TV and also films? Like you know, like obviously we've had like Girls Trip, Get Out also came out um, this year. Yeah, this year. Um, yeah. So, what is like your go to now? Like, or what you've seen in the last few years? That okay, this is this is definitely my top pick. Is this a with a female? Lead? Yeah, with a black female lead. Um, my definite top pick would be God as a female lead. I would say it was def- it's probably insecure. Oh yeah, really? I think so. I can't really think of it. Everything else is either it's a man who's leading it, or mm. it's not actually a woman because I love Blackish for Tracy. Yeah, I really really love their interactions. I think she's hilarious, but um, she's not. Sorry, a lead. just touching on Blackish mm. as well. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross is she's not a lead, which I find astounding because yeah. she makes that show. She's hilarious, and, and the and Jennifer Lewis as well. Yeah, and the thing that kind of came out I think a few seasons ago was the pay difference between mm. her mm. and um, what's his name Anthony Anderson, mm. and it was shocking in terms of like 
there is a difference in their salaries. Yeah. And considering her career, her experience, and how much girlfriends, you know, yeah, girlfriends. Yeah. Oh, girlfriends. girlfriends we haven't yeah. even talked about. That's like oh, oh my one God. of the best shows ever. Girlfriends is literally one of the best shows. I think Sex and City was starting from. Yeah. In my opinion. But which one started first? Girlfriends. girlfriends. Oh. And you know the um, producer no, of Girlfriends. Sure. He it was um, what's his name? Who does Frasier? Oh yeah, healthy oh, yes. grammar. Oh, Can yeah. we just say I love Frasier? Yeah. Okay. Right, we're not talking. We're not talking. <laughs> I know we're not talking. That's just like the worst look. We're just like, so you want to talk about Diagrest. this white man's show? Like, Completely. <laughs> we literally just been talking about the spectrum. <laughs> shout out, but shout out to Frasier. Great show. Okay, Jay, I'm Let's glad you enjoyed Frasier. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm the polar opposite of what we're talking about. Before I get the polar opposite. Before I get so cut Alex, out. I've got this podcast. I'll put that out the box. <laughs> so yeah, girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> girlfriends kicked a lot of boundaries, and I don't yeah. think it's fully appreciated when it was. It has. It's not. Yeah. It's only now that people are starting to realise yeah. that they'll probably come back with them. Even even I don't appreciate it as much as I should. You have to go back and watch episodes because yeah. they're actually really really. Yeah. Yeah, out there, like in terms mm. of what we're dealing with now, they yeah. have, they really spoke about them. Well, yeah. and it was it was the one of the first shows, or probably maybe the only show where you had black women, you know, doing stuff, normal stuff, but yeah. they were going to yoga. Yeah. yeah, they were eating sushi. Yeah, they were like just normal stuff where yeah. it wasn't stereotypical. There was actually yeah. black women just living, and also they had different. Types yeah. of black women. So yes, you know, exactly. you had um, the one that was in quotation marks considered like more ghetto from the yeah. hood. Yeah, you had um, Tracy Ellis Ross character who was like you was know she bougie. She was kind of bougie. Yeah. She worked as a lawyer. You had um, what's her name? Oh my god, my favorite character, um, this is Tony. Who was the bougie one? Yeah, yeah. Um, she was bougie as hell. Yeah, so and even like some of the subjects that it brought up, like mm. you know about like you know Tony wanting to only date like white men mm. and like you know um, and Tracy Ross Ross's character wanting to get a promotion at work, mm. you know, being the only it's black so female, mm. that kind of thing. So and it was oh, funny. I need to, I need I need to rewatch that. that. There was I remember there was one episode and it hit me and I remember thinking, mm, interesting. Um, having friends, kind of miss cultural appropriation I guess yeah yeah and saying certain words and how how much of a you know leeway do you give them yeah conversations like that were not happening no like mm. five years ago ten years ago and it was happening on that show yeah and it had one of the best theme tunes ever <laughs> so you know come on like yeah. who did yeah. not sing that song I'm not gonna sing what? it now I don't even know what song you're talking girlfriend. about girlfriend <laughs> okay I'm not sure I asked that bit now I still don't know what that song is auto-tune on that um, later <laughs> yeah so for me be insecure that's insecure, what I'm watching yeah. I, I have to watch a sleeper film I think that I watched probably I think at the beginning of this year I think it came out last year Love by the Tenth Date oh, oh that was the one that, that was, was on Lifetime no oh, it's not documentary <laughs> it should be it should be <laughs> yeah it should be like watching these people these black I've women I've never heard about it yeah, so that was with um, Kelly Rowland. Um, we actually we talked. Megan about Good, Kerry Hilson, Kelly Stewart. No. Yeah. No, so again, sort see, of. See, these films are not promoted. Yeah. yeah oh no, this it. this was not promoted at all. 
um, be fair, it was a made-for-TV movie. So it was a made-for-TV right. movie, but it was actually enjoyable. I really, really liked it. Mm. The actor, Kelly Rowland, is an astounding actress. Really? Compared to... Beyonce. She's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce. Throwing she shade can sing. There. She's yeah. beautiful. She can dance. Yeah. She's got enough. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she needs to let but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should you should watch that because that's actually a lovely film. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to just because I just pulled up this article um, that's in the Guardian, which was actually praising Girls Trip, but mm. also asking the question: um, Why is it only the US is making movies led by black women, and why is it Britain? So what, what's going on in the UK? Who wrote this article? Black man, woman, what? Um, White man. So it's uh, the writer, the author is Mary Florence Bellow. Can you see a picture of her? No, no, no. <laughs> she like, would be from anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> we're both like, right, okay, that could be anybody. <laughs> the only reason I ask is that it would be nice. I mean, I love seeing those articles. Mm. It's just sometimes the people that are writing them are always the same people. But do you, but yeah, it is the same people, but I think what is quite good is that bringing it to our attention, or, well, not to our attention, because we know, mm. but saying, like, hey, like, this is a popular film that's doing really well. Yeah. Mm. Even just from, like, a business perspective, like, mm. why don't we try, like, you know, putting, sprinkling a few black women You know what, so I... Leads. I read this comment from Riz Ahmed. Um, oh, I love him. And he said, so that the, he was comparing the US and the UK in terms of film and TV, and he said the US is really good at portraying diversity, even though the country itself doesn't really... It's not like that. Is, isn't like that. Whereby the UK, on TV, but sort of on the ground, it's not very diverse. Whereby the UK is diverse on the ground, but not very good at portraying diversity on the screen. Mm. Mm. Well, I think that's probably a good point to bring our discussion to the end. So why don't we take a short break and come back with my favourite bit, Highlights of the Week. Okay. And welcome back to Colour Out the Box podcast. Um, we've come to our final part. It's highlight of the week. Alex did volunteer to sing the theme tune. Highlight of the week. Like it. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I literally put her on the spot to be fair. So I'll go first. Um, so my highlight of the week is basically there's an artist. Um, a British Ghanaian artist um, called. So his name is Nikwe Dreth Desane, and I had to take a moment there to get our get Alex to actually help me with the <laughs> pronunciation. So forgive me if that's wrong. And basically, he is painting these huge murals at the side of buildings all around London mm. um, um, of black women. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. They look beautiful. They just show black women looking joyful, colourful, all all round amazing. And you can find some of his work in places like Soho, all over London. Wow. So I think it's just really good. And the, one of the reasons that he said that he wanted to do it, he wanted to highlight black British women. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're just looking at his 
pictures on Instagram. Yeah. It's and the art is nice. And the fact that it's, it's on buildings around yeah. London makes it even better because it just means that if you're out on your like commute or going out with friends, mm. you can just see it. And so. it puts a smile on your face. Exactly. Yeah. The you know the artwork is amazing. So um, we're gonna put a link to his website in the podcast description. Yeah. We've also retweeted um, some of his work on our Twitter. Um, and we'll post some stuff on our Instagram as well because mm. I really want to just kind of like bring a smile to everyone's like face as well because yes. looking at it, I, it really cheered me up. So that's my highlight of the week. Oh, cool. Some free art. Nice. So, so Jay, how about you? So I have two highlights. So two. Yeah. Okay. So we had so you know our own illustrator yes the yeah. illustrator for our, our, our podcast artwork, our, our artwork, logo, and our, artwork our, which a lot yeah. of people ask about actually yeah. yeah so her name is princess k mm-hmm. and um she was featured on the black girls rock list Yay. as one of the top female artists in the world really so that's that's amazing oh yeah well she done. did our artwork as well yes amazing. yes she did of course she did you know, yeah of course we, we got only the top get the best illustrator in the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that was pretty cool oh nice and then yesterday went to the jazz refreshed um festival yeah at south bank you had an invite <laughs> um and got to see omar i love omar so omar is like the songs no i won't do that i'm not gonna butcher it no, come on. No, no, people no. may not be familiar with his you work they should know omar he's like the godfather of neo soul of british like there we go <laughs> come on let's sing it <laughs> How, so what was the crowd like there? Mixed? Yes, it was, I think, yeah, quite mixed because it's South Bank Centre, so yeah. it's quite central. But then you also have the regulars for the whole jazz mm. refresh scene. The whole jazz refresh scene is a lot of sort of the neo-soul, you know, um, soul, jazz. <laughs> you just waving your hands. Intense. <laughs> some, some can be a bit intense yeah. with the... You know, the African print. There were a lot of dashikis. Oh, really? Those dashikis uh, annoy me. <laughs> different you know colours. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind a dashiki. Mm. I mind a dashiki that was made in China. <laughs> <laughs> there is a difference. Sure. There, was, there was a lot of angst, you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot so of Africa. Yeah, a lot of African earrings, African necklace. Wait, this is at the jazz Share butter. Yeah. Jazz Yes, yeah, oh. jazz refresh. Shea butter. Shea, <laughs> shea butter. <laughs> yeah. Shea butter, just there. <laughs> yeah, just there. Just there. Natural, just, isn't it? It was there. Okay, yeah. nice. It was fun. It was good fun. Nice. Nice so to Alex, see. Nice to see. Your highlight. My highlight of the week. It's not really, it was, I guess it was actually the weekend. So I was kind of poorly at the weekend. I say oh, poorly. It was no. a superficial poorly, not like oh. how you were poorly yeah. over the weekend. I, I had a... <laughs> <laughs> um, I got bitten by a few mosquitoes. Well, one Where? Mosquito. In London? Everyone says this. Yes, there are mosquitoes in the UK and be careful, I... people. What? Just be careful. <laughs> so I was bitten and they bit my face, hence why I'm wearing a hat. Where? The second time I've been here. Yeah, Last yeah. time my hair wasn't done. This time it's done. How, where in London are these Where I live. She's <laughs> not going to say her whole address, is she? Yeah. Where I live. But I was bitten. Oh, and I had bites all over my face. I still got like a bump 
it's gone down now because I've been taking Puritan all weekend. But I was feeling really sorry for myself mm. and I wouldn't leave the house. And just to mention, Alice, this is the highlight of the week. Well, yeah, no, exactly. I'm going into it. Okay, we so, don't, we're getting in, in my In my low mode, we're getting there, sorry guys. I then started to pick up on it. I was like, oh, what can I watch? Because you know there's always mm. that point when you're ill and like, oh, mm. I can catch up on TV. Um, and it was The Good Fight. Oh. Did any of you watch that when it was actually airing? Yes. I'm a good air, fight. Sorry. Yeah, so The Good Wife. Oh, the good it's wife, like the spin-off, show, right? The spin-off of The Good Wife. Yeah. Starring the woman that played Diane Lockhart and um, Kush Combo's character, Luca Quinn. Yes. And um, Rose Leslie, who was in The Game of Thrones. I'm just shaking my head. Way, like, so The Good Fight is, it's a spin-off from The Good Wife. Mm. Um, still about lawyers, still about you know lawyers' lives and the cases they fight. Mm. But this time it takes one of the seminal characters from the first series, Diane Lockhart. Yeah. This very kind of high-class white woman yeah. who you just wouldn't expect to be put in put into this situation but it's so well done mm. they basically put her into a situation where she kind of loses everything she's at the top of her game she yeah. kind of loses everything mm. i don't want to give too much away and then has to kind of start again but right, not okay. start again with the people that you'd expect her to it's like she it puts her in a different kind of scenario yeah you might as well just say it she, she starts to work in the black law firm okay yeah and her she's like the only what white woman yeah so yeah but um and it and you know so you get all these new different characters and she kind of learns how to work the law from their perspective so right. a lot of things that were open to us in the good wife mm-hmm. aren't open to her anymore and aren't right. open to the characters that we start to follow because they're black mm-hmm. and it's, it's all after Trump is announced as it's, president as well yeah, so they yeah. take that into consideration mm, okay. for a lot of reasons why people main characters act yeah. a certain way. And it's brilliant. I watched the whole series. So oh, ten you episodes. You binged it. I binged it over the weekend, and that was like seriously a highlight for me. Oh. <laughs> I really, really loved so it. So she I got stung had... by a mosquito. <laughs> yeah. But she turned that into a positive. Yeah, I didn't have time to watch it when it was on. So yeah. sometimes watching binging on TV yeah. shows can be so great. That and when it's good TV, did you a favor? It. I don't want it to happen again. It's such good. I don't want that to ever happen again. Yeah. Especially on my face, but it was a highlight. Oh, get cool. to watch the good fight well we've come to the end of our show um jay where can everyone find us so you can find us on twitter at call out the box the same on instagram same handle call out the box facebook mm. uh, you can email us as well uh, yes you can write to us that's yeah. amazing <laughs> uh call out the box at gmail.com Send us comments, mm-hmm. feedback, and um, also review ideas. us on iTunes yeah. and SoundCloud. And also any ideas for things that you want us to discuss as well, we're actually opening it out to everybody. Yeah. Is there something that you think that we should discuss as a topic or we should be covering? Um, and also if you've just got anything you want to share as part of our highlight of the week or things that we should mention on the show. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, thank you, Alex, for joining us for a second time. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to put all of Alex's details in our podcast description, yes. as I said, and you'll find her on our social media too. So you can find out how amazing she is. Um, <laughs> and we'll be back again yeah. on our website. Bye. Bye.